It worked! The debigulator worked! We're through the looking glass here, people. There are several fine young men who I'm sure are gonna go far. Ladies and gentlemen, the Ramones. Hi, these minstrels will soothe my jangled nerves. I'd just like to say this gig sucks. Hey, up your Springfield. One, two, three, four. Go to hell, you old bastard. Hey, I think they liked us. Have the Rolling Stones killed? Oh, sir, those aren't... Do as I say! We're doing Simpsons time a little early this week. That clip that you just heard comes from episode number 85, Rosebud, one of the more beloved Simpsons episodes from the classic seasons, written by John Swartzwelder. Aired in uh, 1993. Oh, directed by Wes Archer. What else can I say about it? It's terrific. No, Tommy Ramone is not in it. It was Joey, Johnny, Marky, and CJ. But I still thought that this was an appropriate week to discuss this episode because I haven't yet. And also play that great short clip um it has been mentioned that the germ of the idea for the entire series Futurama comes from the very last shot uh the last you know little moment in the episode where we flash forward to the future and the teddy bear Bobo is being unearthed by Robot Burns, who has his head in a jar. And there are ape overlords <laughs> who are slave-driving a team of naked homers. And Smithers is a little robot dog. And the whole few seconds is shot very Planet of the Apes-like with like tilted camera angles and uh, red and brown hills, scorching sun, etc. It's a Susan Kane parody. Thanks, Captain Obvious, but yeah, it is. Um, they never say Rosebud in it, but that is not necessary because it's about. An old man, you know, trying to recall when he was happy and uh, 
attach his happiness to something from his childhood. An old rich man, I should specify. Uh, it's Burns' birthday, and everyone who works at the plant has to kiss his ass. Um, Homer gets in really, really big trouble because of his attempted roast of Burns. For me, the second biggest laugh, I think, of the episode comes when Smithers announces that a puppy has been run over in the parking lot and then welcomes Homer to the stage. I like jokes that are about delivering jokes, you know, like that comedy writers laugh at, even though I'm not one. That makes me laugh. Uh, something that I just noticed that I didn't really notice. Yeah, I, the, uh, redundancy. Something that I noticed for the first time this past viewing of it was... Uh, when Bobo, the teddy bear, having been discovered in a bag of ice and uh, like, you know, thought out by the Simpsons and adopted by Maggie. The moment that uh, Homer Finally, it dawns on him that Bobo is in his house and he can cash in on that. Um, Lisa is meditating and that's what contributes the sort of ethereal Enya music to Homer's epiphany when he sees Bobo's head through the fish tank. And then, of course, he says, how long have we had the fish? before finally realizing that Bobo is there. The number one biggest laugh to me that I actually laughed aloud at last night when I was watching it, even though I've seen it so many times, is uh, when Homer is punished because he won't give the bear to Burns, seeing as Maggie loves it. He's given a new job that is much worse, where he is being flogged, you know, like whipped by a slave driver in an underground area. And he needs to turn like a giant mechanism. And he has to be naked while doing this. And we zoom up and see that it's a rotor that moves a display of little cupcakes and everyone's unaware of it and <laughs> it's like one of the greatest Lenny and Carl exchanges oh, I wonder what makes it turn uh, who cares <laughs> it's like very good very very good It also has the, the great Martin moment. Look, fellows, the first snapdragon of the season. And that makes the bullies beat up on him instead of Bart. 
who they really wanted to beat up at first because Homer won't give the bear to Mr. Burns and the whole town knows about it. Although total Simpsons experts, maybe you can correct me on this, but it seemed to me that Martin didn't have Ruthie Taylor's voice for that particular utterance, and I didn't see her in the credits, so Pamela Hayden could have been Martin for that one. This has been Simpsons Time. Thank you for listening to Simpsons Time. All right, there went Simpsons Time for actually the week that Tommy Ramone died in 2014. Hence the Ramones-based tribute at the very beginning of that particular Simpsons time. I know it can be a little confusing, but these Simpsons time podcast episodes are a little bit like viewing planets from Earth because the information (laughs) reaches you uh, like years later. But the reason for that is uh, just the structure of these podcasts. I'm methodically going through all of the archives of my radio show, Nazario Scenario, and excising the about 10 minutes of Simpsons time from that and uh, repackaging it for you Simpsons buffs uh, for whom that's the favorite part of Nazario Scenario. So that's the story. And you don't even have to care about that. I just feel compelled to explain it for some reason. My name is Amanda Nazario. This has been Simpsons Time Through the Debigulator. And I hope very, very much that you enjoyed it. Please drop me an email or drop a comment on uh, the playlist for this particular Simpsons Time. If you would like, you can see playlists for the Simpsons Time podcasts by going to wfmu.org slash playlists slash sy. And I'll talk to you next time. Bye.